Hi, this is Katie Sweetman with Empowering Astrology, and this is your weekly look at the astrology, and this is May 18th through 24th, 2020, so we are getting further into May, which I can't even believe. Um, we are at this week, we're coming to the end of Taurus season, so we're sort of bridging the divide between Taurus and Gemini. So we began Taurus season back in April, I believe it was April 19th. And each time we go through a zodiac sign, we are experiencing life and all of its lessons through the lens of that sign. So we went from Aries in March and April, and then we came to Taurus. And if Aries was about new beginnings and initiatives and forward movement and planting new seeds, mind you, there's a lot of things happening in the world in March and April. But we come to Taurus and it's about those seeds of life starting to take root. Um, so Taurus season, it's about blooms, flowers, it's the experience of the earth. Taurus is the first earth sign. So over the last four weeks, we've been sort of connecting to the, the world through this lens, we've been learning about money, the value of things, resources, do we have enough? What do we need in order to feel safe and secure? And I know that this is a little bit of a unusual time. So our sense of value may be very different. And something that's been very consistent in my client sessions lately is everybody's reflecting on what's changed for them. And maybe it's being at home more and being outside of your daily routine and suddenly realizing the things that made sense before don't really make sense anymore. Maybe they never made sense, period. It's really important to understand, I don't want to say why things have been so strange the last four weeks, but certainly something that's going to be with us for a while, and that's Uranus and Taurus. And this is something I've been talking throughout previous Facebook Lives and through my writing. Back in March of 2019, the planet Uranus went into Taurus. It's as if the Uranus hand on the clock started to point towards Taurus. So what that was telling us is that how we do Taurus, how we do money, stability, food, agriculture, value, worth, even the environment has to shift. There has to be awakening, there has to be change. And that part of your chart, you know, depending on where Taurus is, whether you are a Taurus or not, you have Taurus somewhere in your chart is going to see a lot of shifts. So here we are a year later, the sun is in Taurus, and we're sort of experiencing, this is not quite our first Taurus season, but it's like really the first Taurus season where Uranus is a little bit further into Taurus. So... It's worth mentioning that because as we wrap up Taurus season this week, we're reflecting. That's what the point is of coming to the end of a sign. We sort of gather the lessons and the experiences and then we integrate what we've learned. And so what have we learned about value and resource? Do we have new values after this time. And, you know, maybe these new values have shifted how you think of the work that you do. Maybe you're thinking about doing something completely different. That's definitely been a reoccurring theme with my clients of late. So 
the sun rounds out its time in Taurus. It will enter Gemini on May 20th, which I believe that's Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, May 20th. Um, but there's a sense of now we're kind of coming to the end. Adding to that sense of reflection, Venus, the ruler of Taurus, is retrograde in Gemini. Now, mind you, it will be retrograde all the way until I believe it's June 25th. Um, so we're still, you know, even as the sun moves out of Taurus, we're still rethinking money or rethinking value. We're rethinking relationships because Venus is the planet of relationships. And this week, Venus is sort of in an interesting spot. It's making what's called a square to Neptune this week. It's been sort of in this slow square to Neptune. Now, classic Venus square Neptune astrology is that we're not quite seeing what we want to see, or rather we're projecting on our relationship. Um, Venus Neptune always makes me think of glamour. It's this kind of ethereal beauty. It's the kind of glamour that you see in the cinema. There's a sense of like, is this person really this way off camera because Venus or rather Neptune can put that sort of patina or haze onto things. And so I always think of those, um, those princess, you know, the uh, mythological, no fairy tales. <laughs> think of those fairy tales might think of Venus and Neptune, sort of the glamour, sort of the magic, but then again, is it real? So I think that that's something as we do our work of reflection over the next couple of days, that Venus is sort of asking us like, do we need to look deeper? Do we need to look beyond the surface of what we value, of what we need, of money and relationships? It's very classic astrology that we sort of want to see a partner one way or see a potential relationship one way, and then it's maybe something else in reality. So we have to do our homework this week. We have to ask ourselves, is this real? Is this a projection? You know, that said, Neptune kind of, you know, every planet in astrology can go both ways. You know, it sort of has a facet that helps. It has a facet that doesn't help. And while Neptune certainly can confuse or its illusions or its glamour, there is a sense of with Neptune in its highest aspect that it brings forth deep soul healing. So maybe there's a sense of being presented with something this week that helps you to heal, to forgive, to redeem some sort of old relationship with Venus, old relationship with money, value, and worth. And this, of course, includes self-worth. So maybe the thing that we're returning to this week in relationships is our own self-worth and how we are treated. And maybe the, you know doing something differently that allows for there to be some sort of healing and transformation. Also square to Neptune this week is Mercury. Um, Mercury is the planet of communication. It's at, or rather it's in Gemini right now. And Mercury square Neptune, you know, Venus is beauty and relationships and value, then that Neptune energy with Mercury can sometimes create its poetry, its storytelling, its creative writing, um, but it's also, are the words real? 
is the story real? Or is it something that we want to hear? Or is it something that's being told to us and it's not true? So we're, we're kind of going through this week through a lot of Neptune. And this is just for you all to be on, you know, to be in awareness, to really sort of not take things, you know, do the extra research to take a second look. Um, Neptune, Venus, sorry, Mercury, Mercury square Neptune, you know, Mercury is normally a very analytical planet, analysis, thinking, learning, communication. It's also very intuitive when it meets Neptune. So we might be thinking, okay, am I getting, is this intu intuition real or is it a projection? So maybe we're instead using Mercury and Neptune to work on our spiritual connections, on our intuitive work, we're meditating more, we're reflecting, we're getting some downloads. So that said, you know, as we go into Gemini season this week, um, on Thursday, is it Thursday? It's the 22nd, which is Friday. On Friday, May 22nd, we're going to have a new moon in Gemini. And this new moon will be at two degrees of Gemini, so very early in the sign. But it not only opens us up to a new lunar month, but it sort of opens us up to a new lunar month through these Neptune energies. So even though I was talking about how these aspects are just with us this week, they're sort of seated into the coming lunar month. And that lunar month will take us all the way until uh, the end of June when we have uh, what's called a solar eclipse on June 21st at zero degrees of Cancer. But this lunar month um, is all about Gemini. And lunar months, they happen every four weeks, and they sort of open up a new stage. And just like the sun going into a new sign says now we're going to be living experiencing life through this new zodiac sign, we move from Taurus to Gemini. We move from Earth touch, money, material, resource, we move to Gemini, communication, learning, travel, information, movement, the neighborhood. There's a sense of restlessness with Gemini, doesn't want to sit still. Um, we're going to be going into a lunar month where we are creating new beginnings and new initiatives through the sign of Gemini. So this Coming four weeks might be a time when you are thinking about taking new classes, really looking to um, learn more, read more, talk more, chat more. Um, the North Nodes now in Gemini. So we all need new perspective. We all need to try new things. We all need to get out of our way. There's a sense of the south node is in, is in Sagittarius right now. So we might be going into Gemini season sort of thinking we have all the answers, that our perspective and our beliefs are the correct ones. And maybe they are. But the north node in Gemini is an invitation for us to examine our, all of these deeply held beliefs and maybe to see if they are getting in the way. Um, so... We start this uh, new lunar month. Like I said, maybe there's these new initiatives around learning and travel, of course, safe travel. Because, um, you know, I'm here in New York City and we have to 
still do our quarantine. Um, but this is a time when we are also having to make choices because Gemini is the sign of choice. Um, Gemini, it's the sign of the twins. It's the sign of duality. So we, you know, it kind of shows us two different perspectives. Do we go left? Do we go right? Is it a yes? Is it a no? So this is, you know, Gemini is very fact finding. It needs to look for new information so it can be informed of its choices. You know, a little bit of a quick astrology lesson. Um, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, but Virgo is also ruled by Mercury. So they kind of form this pair. And if Gemini sort of gathers the information, then Mercury and Virgo will analyze it, will sort of categorize it and sort of figure out some meaning based on what it experiences. So we need to gather that information this lunar month, but we need to pay mind to the fact that we have a Neptune square with this new lunar month. Um, so we have to ask ourselves, is it real? We have to do our due diligence. We have to go back and get a second look. We need to maybe listen to our gut feelings if somebody's telling us something. If it doesn't feel right, maybe it's not right. Um, this new moon on May 22nd, uh, by the way, it's at 1.39 p.m. New York. It's at 10.39 a.m. Los Angeles. It's at 6.39 p.m. London and 3.39 a.m. Sydney on May 23rd and then 5.30 a.m. in Auckland. Um, so this new moon, it also makes what's called a square to Mars in Pisces. This is a very dynamic new moon. It wants to go forward. It wants to go out in the world. It wants to take command. We're thinking a lot about our ambitions over the next uh, four weeks. We're thinking about our next big steps in life and in the world. But Mars is in a Pisces. So there's an element and this, maybe this kind of plays off the Neptune quality, there's an element that whatever we are sort of initiating and moving forward with in this new lunar month, it has to sort of fulfill a spiritual component because Neptune is a very spiritual planet. Yes, it can confuse. Yes, it can distort, but only because it's blurring the boundaries between this world and the next world. And in that blur, if we're sort of going into that energy with our own ego, that's when we can get a lot of the distortion. So I think there's an opportunity in all of this to make sure that our actions and our choices are aligned with our highest guidance, our highest wisdom, um, and what is the best for ourselves and maybe even the best for our the planet because Neptune or rather Pisces is a sign that sort of talks about things on a on a greater whole uh, especially you know it's Pisces and Aquarius are two signs that really talk about something bigger than the world you know Capricorn being the sign that's before them it's about achievement and ambition and the material but then what's beyond that so this new moon, um, depending on where Gemini is in your chart, is going to create a new beginning, but what sort of new beginning, one where you might feel very inspired to rush forward, to take action. But how do you 
align your ideas and choices um, and movements with something bigger. So I'll just quickly go around the zodiac. Um, so Gemini, not Gemini, Aries. So Gemini is your sign of communication, learning, um, information, speaking, uh, classes and travel, especially travel that's more local than opposed to long distance. So this is opening a new lunar month that might be quite busy. There's, you might be moving around, you might be moving around your neighborhood, you might be, you know, fielding messages and calls and um, direct messages and little kind of gadgets and blips on your phone because there's like a, a need for information and maybe even a need to communicate at this time. Um, but there's a sense of, you know, like I said, like how do you align your information, your ideas, your learning with something higher? And of course, maybe, especially Aries, you know, your planet Mars right now is in Pisces. So it's a really good time to rest and gain that information um, from your intuition. So you can sort of uh, make sure you're, you're consulting all of your options, not just you know, information that's coming from a text, but also what is your most interest, in, interest most interest, I don't even know if it's English, uh, your deepest parts of yourself um, are being consulted as well. Uh, Taurus, this part of your chart talks about money. So how do you earn it? How do you spend it? Uh, the money that's in the bank, the food that's in your house, the things that you own. So it's very much about your material world. So this is a new beginning for you. One that, of course, your ruling planet, Venus, is retrograde right now. So it's a new beginning, but you're also having to look at what you value. It might be a little bit of a value shift right now for you, Taurus, and maybe you're sort of rethinking what you value. And of course, you are a material sign. You need you need things, Taurus, but maybe you need new things, different things, things than you that you had back in February. Maybe you don't need those things anymore. So this is a time when you are reevaluating things, you are accumulating, but maybe like reorganizing and resorting. Taurus, this is maybe not the best time for you to make big purchases. I'm just, that's some more of a traditional viewpoint of the astrology right now. So that's just something to keep in mind. Um, with Mars over in um, your sign about community and the bigger picture i think it's a sense of like how do you maybe help others there could be some charitable endeavors maybe you are needing to help friends and do work in your community right now um moving on to gemini um it is coming up on your birthday season gemini so it is very interesting time to be celebrating a birthday um and you know taurus and aries i know you know that all too well uh gemini this is your new moon that gives you a personal restart and if your birthday is on the 22nd then the next coming year is through this 
lens of new beginnings. So you might see that in a lot of different ways, of course. Um, so it's a time of renewal. It's a time of fresh starts. It's a time of moving forward. Uh, Mercury, your planet, is square Neptune. So you might be feeling a little garbled or maybe you know the words aren't quite coming out right because sometimes neptune can make you feel a little loopy um but it is a time when you do need to think about what are your spiritual values what are your spiritual endeavors what's you know this kind of higher sense of purpose at this time i know i've had a lot of conversations with people about finding meaning um to what's going on at least meaning within your personal life um, moving on to cancer. So this is the part of your chart that talks about spirituality. This is the part that talks about retreat, reflection. Now, Gemini for you, cancer, represents the end of your chart. So you are coming to the end of a personal year and you are preparing for the next one. So yes, you're on the cusp of a birthday. Your birthday, of course, will be June and July. But as you come to the end of your personal year, you may be asking yourself, all right, what worked? What didn't work? And certainly we've seen a lot of changes maybe in the last five months or four months. And how has that informed your life? How has that informed how you see things? There's a sense of needing to sort and to do a lot of um, emotional, spiritual, or inner inventory at this time, uh, really looking at these kind of deeper choices. Maybe you're feeling a little bit lower on energy, and this is just a natural time for you to do that. Um, moving on to Leo. So this is the part of your chart that talks about community, friends, um, how you connect with your social circle, uh, reaching out to people. And yes, we're in a bit of a strange time, so that might be virtual or you're having to do it in a way that's uh, very safe. Um, so this is a time, Leo, when you're thinking about, okay, like, let's reach out to my social circle. Let's connect. Let's make it feel like I have friends or I have a place in the world that I have community. Uh, you know, it's a time to find belonging. I mean, this is the part of the chart that really helps you to open up to belonging on a bigger level. It's also a time when you're thinking about the future. You're sort of coming, you know, tour season for you, Leo, is about career. It's about direction. It's about ambition. So you're sort of coming out of this season that's very much about the, you've reached a personal high, and now you're coming off that high. And it's like, okay. I've reached my peak for this year, but what's the next step? So it's a time to really contemplate the road ahead and to strategize and to hope and wish for the future. Um, of course, there's a lot of big question marks for things right now, but if you've been feeling a little separated from your social circle because of certain uh, quarantine or pandemic, um, how do you make time for these people? in your life right now. Um, so Leo, after Leo is Virgo. So Virgo, this is the part of your chart that represents career. You sort of, you know, just as I was just saying about Leo, you've reached the part of your personal calendar, your personal zodiac calendar that talks about the top, you know, reaching the highest of the highs. So the next four weeks for you are about your professional life. 
it is a very natural time when there's a new moon in this part of your chart to get a new job, to see some sort of new beginning in your professional life or your ambitions. So you need to think about, okay, you know, the sort of the spotlight is a little bit on your professional life right now. So depending on what your situation is with work and career, really use this to your advantage. Um, I know that a lot of people are in different situations right now. Um, and I would definitely just side note, because Mercury will be going retrograde in June, um, really kind of push forward with your initiatives right now. Um, so put a resume out there, reach out to friends, network, see what your options are. Maybe you're using this time to come up with a new idea. You know, with everything that's going on, you suddenly have the push to do something that you've always been wanting to do. So this new moon gives you a new beginning, um, especially with um, Mercury, your planet, Virgo, it's up there at the top. So you definitely are feeling the push and ambition at this time. But again, square Neptune, how do you align your personal ambitions with maybe there's a higher plan, maybe because this happens all the time. We sort of push forward because we have free will, but the chart is sort of saying that we don't have control over everything. So sometimes we have to have that moment where we need to align our human selves with something much greater than ourselves. Um, moving to Libra, this is the part of your chart that talks about higher education and also on a bigger level, what do you believe in? What's faith, truth? meaning for you. Um, maybe after everything that's been going on the last few months, you're doing a lot of soul searching, you're doing a lot of figuring out what is your way of seeing the world? What is your philosophy? What is your truth? Um, this is a time when naturally it would be about travel, long distance travel, foreign travel. Obviously, travel is a bit of a question mark at the moment, but maybe you'll see how that comes up into your life in your own way. Travel, of course, can be done in um, virtual ways. Maybe you're watching a travel documentary, maybe you're reading about different cultures and different lands. There's a need to explore, there's a need to see new things, even if those new things, you have to do that virtually. Um, if higher education is something that is on your kind of to-do list or you have a question mark around whether that's something that's right for you at this time, this new moon might give you an opportunity to kind of refocus on that. Um, but, you know, I think that there is an element of, especially with the Neptune involved, it's a little bit of an existential month for you, Libra. So really thinking about, you know, what does this all mean? What is the meaning of life? Um, what is the meaning of all this after everything that we've been through and watching the world turn upside down a little bit. Um, Scorpio. So Gemini, I always find this like a really interesting uh, tidbit about Scorpio is Gemini is Scorpio's eighth house. So Gemini forms the eighth sign for Scorpio. And it really shows how Scorpio at its core is really sort of sifting through these questions of duality, light and dark good and bad. Do I make a left? Do I make a right? Is it up 
or is it down? So that's why I think Scorpio can sometimes have a deep wisdom about life's many choices um, and how, you know, there, uh, there is duality in this world. There is good, there is evil, there is light and there's dark. But this is a time when you're having to go into the deepest parts of yourself in a way you know this part, you know this sign on a deep level because the eighth house or the eighth sign is your natural domain. So maybe you're getting very open about something about intimacy or secrets or the deepest parts of yourself. There's vulnerability. There's a need to reveal something. And maybe you're doing um, therapy work. This is a great time to focus on your personal health, your mental health. Um, so maybe you're kind of trust, uh, talking to a trusted confidant or you're working with a therapist or some other modality. Um, this part of your chart also talks about banking and finance more on that kind of bigger scale. So maybe you're having to really focus on your financial matter or your financial life, needing to kind of tend to um, your bank accounts and also your debts and also taxes and also benefits. Uh, moving on to uh, Sagittarius. So Sagittarius Gemini form is your relationship sign. So this is a new moon when it's a natural time for you to take new initiatives in your relationships. So new people can come in, not just romantic relationships, but it's about all relationships. Um, it's a time to socialize. It's time to connect, of course, question mark, because we don't, you know, some of us can do this. Some of us can't. I had a really interesting story. The client today who sort of met somebody, um, you know, kind of doing dating and online dating during this pandemic and having to take things very slow and do things virtually. So it's, you know, these things can still happen. They just have to sort of work around some of the things that are happening on a global scale. Um, but this is your season to really focus on your many relationships in your life. So it tends to be a more of a social time. Um, you are coming up into a phase of your life, Sagittarius, where it is about relationships in general. So maybe May and June sort of form a story of relationship that's going to be with you more prominently over the next 18 months. Um, but I will say caveat that we have Venus retrograde. That doesn't mean everything has to come to a halt in the relationship department. But it also means that there's something from the past that needs to be focused on, dealt with, reevaluated, and reoriented so you can make new choices. Gemini. Um, that said, do, do your due diligence. Mercury is square Neptune. So sometimes you're not always getting the full story with somebody or maybe you're kind of seeing things through rose-colored glasses. Not always. Um, moving on to Capricorn. So Capricorn, this is the part of your chart that talks about how you take care of yourself, your health, your wellness, your work, projects, sort of the daily minutiae that you need to do in order to move through life and to be a functioning human being on this planet. So this is a new moon that's really great to take new initiative towards positive health changes. Maybe being at home the whole time um, has given you a new 
insight onto how to take care of your body or the types of food that your body wants. Um, so this is a time when you're moving more, you're getting active, um, recommitting to your health and wellness. Of course, this is your overall wellness, not just your physical health. Um, it's also a time when you might be starting a new project or really focusing on some sort of project in your life. Um, so I will say that this is a part of the chart, and, and I think I mean, I'll take a moment to step out for a moment. Gemini is an area of your chart, and pay attention to the previous signs that I said, is going to be getting more movement and um, change over the next 18 months, because we're going to be going into eclipses that are going to be in Sagittarius, and Gemini. Now we don't have an eclipse in Gemini until November 30th, so six months from now, um, but there's a little bit of foreshadowing to things this month. So for instance, with Capricorn, if this is about health, know that this is a time where you're really trying to bring in more healthy initiatives in general, and this is a story that's going to play out over the next 18 months. Moving on to Aquarius, same logic. Um, this is about creativity, self-expression, um, fun, really finding your passion. Um, there's a little bit of a story right now for Aquarius where sometimes you can be a little bit of an outsider or you don't always claim yourself, meaning you don't always get a chance to really fully express who you are because um, you just as a sign in general are more oriented about the group and the collective, which is great, but how do you focus on what makes you you? So this is a new moon to really refocus on talents, refocus on creativity. Um, side note, this also is the part of your chart that talks about children. So if that is something that you want in your life, meaning you want to get pregnant, if that's relevant to you, this new moon can talk about how that part of your life is very open. So do with that what you will. Um, and then, of course, that logic is that pregnancy and children might be a part of your life over the next 18 months, again, if that is something that's relevant to your life. Um, Pisces, last sign. I know there's a lot of questions of like, oh, did I miss this sign? I'm, I'm going in what's called zodiacal order from first to last. So Aries is first. Pisces is last. If you missed your sign, you'll have to watch the replay. Um, Pisces, this is the part of your chart that talks about home and family. Pisces forms what's called the bottom of your chart. It's foundation, it's roots, it's where you live, it's your inner circle, it's the past, it's emotional needs. So it's kind of funny, if, especially if you've been spending more time at home in the last two months. This is the time in your chart where you kind of go a little bit more into that phase of life. You know, what do you need? What do you need in order to feel like your life has roots, that you are settled down? Do you need to tend to your home? Do you need to move? Normally a new moon and this part of your chart can um, talk about um, a natural time to move. And maybe that's a little bit difficult for you right now, but maybe for some people, a move is easy. Um, so you might see some new initiatives in the home over the next four weeks. Um, do keep in mind, and I sort of, in a way, talked about this a few moments ago, we are about to go into eclipse season. 
So on June 5th, two weeks from now, a little over two weeks from now, uh, we're going to have a lunar eclipse at 15 degrees of Sagittarius. So when we go into a new lunar month, we're also getting ready for an eclipse. So this is a lunar month that has an eclipse in it. So let's refresh what do eclipses mean. Um, eclipses, they happen every six months. So the last time we had them was December and January. They say to us that it's as if we are watching a theatrical performance, the curtain comes down, one act ends and another act begins. And when the curtain goes back up, there might be new actors, there might be a new scene, that there might be a radical departure from the last scene or act. You know, maybe the story sort of gets dramatic. Sometimes there's an element of drama to eclipses. Life sort of takes a bit of a turn during eclipses. Now, obviously not for everybody, but if you are a Sag, if you are a Gemini, you're sort of in the hot seat now. Your life is at a crossroads. It's going in a new direction. The performance, the the stage is rear is rearranging, new people are coming in, maybe a new relationship is coming in, maybe an old relationship is leaving. Um, and you can be assured that 2020 is going to be an interesting year for you. And I mean this beyond, of course, what's happening on a global level. If you are a Cancer and a Capricorn, um, you know exactly what I'm talking about because you've been experiencing eclipses in Cancer and Capricorn since July of 2018. So that eclipse story is starting to come to an end. We will have a solar eclipse on June 21st and we'll have a lunar eclipse on uh, July 5th. But for the Sagittarius's and the Gemini's listening, life's about to get interesting. I don't, you know, that's just like a neutral statement. Like I said, the curtain is coming down and then the curtain is coming up. What's going to happen? Um, you may have a planet or what's called an angle around this eclipse too. So that mean that might mean your life is sort of going off into a new direction as well. And I will say for the Pisces and the Virgos listening, you're sort of affected too, because you're what's called getting a square. So life's starting to switch as well. Um, so I really wanted to put that on your radar, because it just means that June's going to be interesting. So, um, but we, you know, I think something to keep in mind as we go into Gemini season and we go into this new lunar month, the sun is trying Saturn. And I always find it interesting when we have some slightly shenanigan-y, if that's a word, astrology, and then we get like a Saturn trine. We get like support from Saturn. That's like, you know, if the boat is rocking a little bit, it's more of a steady hand. It keeps us grounded. It keeps us practical. It keeps us focused on the bigger picture. So we can use Saturn positively as we sort of navigate all these potential illusions or projections or confusions of Neptune, Saturn kind of gives us a little bit of a sharper hand and a sharper handle uh, as everything else is going on. So I sort of like when those things um, come up. I'm just going to quickly check on the um, on the comments. Nice to see some familiar faces. Thank you all for 
your feedback and your comments. Yeah, you are, we're almost almost uh, getting to the last stretch of May, which again is still a bit bananas, but um, we made it. It's hard to believe that we've made it. And I really, again, I've said this before, and I really hope you all are doing well and you are um, in a better place than before, um, or you have family and community around you to support you at this time, um, or maybe you are having an epiphany. And that's, I think, something that I wrote about um, a couple days ago. Um, you know, that's one of the conversations I've been having in my client work is sort of the epiphanies and the personal epiphanies and the realizations at this time to make some positive changes. So I really hope that that is something that you are experiencing as well. Um, you can always, of course, continue to follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm also on Spotify. I've been putting uh, this on Spotify. So if you prefer to listen to the audio only, then that is an option for you. So again, my name is Katie Sweetman. I am a astrologer and psychic medium here in Brooklyn, New York. We continue to check in every week with the astrology, also looking at some of the things that are on the horizon um, and how learning how to navigate this kind of crazy time together. So, you know, the work that I do is about using astrology for transformation, for healing and transformation, and how do we align our human self with the highest potential. So do follow me. Um, I'm empoweringastrology.com, book a session, and I look forward to seeing you in a future live. Take care and enjoy your week. Bye.